the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Eve. Thank Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some people in the studio tonight, it's actually Friday. We might actually have a sighting here of a former DJ Vegetable on the Andrea K. Show. He might show his face here in a moment when he's done with some duties here before he heads off to a long weekend. We are streaming live right now on Facebook at the Answer San Diego Facebook page, as well as our private little group, Kaniacs, K-A-Y-E-N-I-A-C-S. I gave hey, a little... does anyone want carrot sticks? Get them out of here. Ooh, are we going to see some carrots in a moment? Uh, I actually shared a little private admission on Kaniacs. That's a group where I feel com- it's private and I feel, can feel completely comfortable as you can to just say whatever you want to say as a conservative. And it's because the crackdown on our speech is is continuing to increase. I didn't get a chance to tell you guys last night about a new ban on anything related to vaccines. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. We've had good news in San Diego, which is a judge. We've got good news and bad news coming out of the courts. <laughs> We've got the truth behind what happened with the Supreme Court and why they didn't hear the Texas case, although some of us already suspected the truth, but it's been confirmed by a staffer in the Supreme Court. We're going to talk about that. That's devastating news. But we're also always looking for the for the good news that we can share with you guys, and that came in a court ruling for San Diego, and I think it also will have implications across the state where we had a judge who actually brought some common sense, and not only that, but an actual appreciation for the law. He actually, he must have attended law school the day they taught law, and he actually had a ruling that has allowed restaurants to reopen, although many were beginning to stay open anyway in a course of civil disobedience. We'll be discussing those topics and more here. 888-344-1170. I think the big debate going on, although I'm not really sure it's a debate, but there are people, if you've heard what, what John Roberts was reported about the Supreme Court, and and I'm going to get into some details on that in a moment. If you if you know what's going on with that and you think that that was a valid reason to not hear this case, call me 888-344-1170. I think because I know that there's even some conservatives in the media that actually think that their decision to not hear the Texas case was a good one and a valid one. And I think it's absolutely outrageous. I think it's subversion. I think it's I think it amounts to treason. And I want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. I just started getting back on Parlor, And my plan ultimately is to get completely off of Twitter and even get completely off uh, Facebook and actually go to Rumble which is where I will go on camera. And because the crackdown on speech, it will continue. And we just need to do our part 
and and not continue to feed the beast. If if I don't watch Fox News anymore because of what they've done, why would I continue to stay on social media outlets that are, are seeking to destroy conservatives? 888-344-1170. And the, the, the other vegetable in my life is here with me. Uh, like he is every night of the week. And it's, of course, DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Did not come this far to overcome this much and fight this hard, only to surrender our country back to the depraved Washington swamp. Well said, Mr. President. And uh, back to the Roberts. Oh, hey, Carrot Sticks are just... Dick sighting. But uh, to get back to Roberts here for just a second, uh, the only thing I have to say, it, uh, it it smells foul, and I'm talking F-O-W-L because it's nothing but being chicken. Well, I, I, I think we could actually delve into the psychology here. There's Some of it has to do with cowardice and some of there's not. And if you guys aren't sure what we're talking about, there was a congressman in Texas who took to the microphone and relayed a story from a staffer, a Supreme Court staffer, who said that he heard what happened, um, which is, I guess, commonplace, is the nine justices will assemble into a conference room and they will discuss a case and whether or not they want to hear it. And the staffer reported hearing screaming coming from the conference room, screaming from John Roberts and the liberals screaming to the conservative justices, which would be uh, Thomas Alito, Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, and ACB, Amy Coney Barrett. And uh, screaming that at one point, John Roberts reportedly said, I don't give an F about Bush v. Gore. Something about there, there will be riots if we hear this case. To which Justice Thomas re- replied, this will be the end of democracy, John. According to the staffer, the response from Kavanaugh was to leave with a smile on his face. And the response by Amy Coney Barrett and Neil Gorsuch was a blank blank expression. They had no response. They didn't give a crap. Which is probably worse to me than the liberals and even worse to me in a sense than Chief Justice Roberts. Because breaking news, we've known for a while what a corrupt crap weasel John Roberts is. He should have been yanked out from inside of Obama's hiney and uh, removed from being the chief justice when he trampled the constitu- constitution with Obamacare. But it wasn't, it wasn't cowardice that had anything to do with Kavanaugh's expression and it wasn't cowardice that had anything to go- with Gorsuch and Amy Coney Barrett. What did I say about Amy Coney Barrett? When, when, the, when I first heard that they, that they didn't hear the Texas case, I said it wasn't fear on her part. I feel like the, the, the Achilles heel, what I suspected about her was the, 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 the obsession she had, the OCD that she had of trying to avoid having her point of view brought to a case was a problem because she was nominated for a point of view. And the point of view was to be a constitutional conservative who was going to uphold the Constitution. And she didn't give a crap to the point to where Justice Thomas was right. Say goodbye to democracy. Out of an avoid, out of it, it all amounts to not about co- co- uh, cowardice so much as it does appeasement to communists. That's what it ultimately amounts to: throwing the entire United States of America and U.S. Constitution under the wheels. Yeah, who knows what would have happened had they decided to take the case? Well, what? Okay, let's say some riots happened. So, 
So, didn't we have a whole lot of Americans shed some blood for the revo- uh, in a revolution for our freedoms? How many Americans, including my own family members and many of yours, I'm, I, have, I have no doubt, in the U.S. military shed blood to preserve our freedoms? So, and, and, so what are they supposedly worried about? Some businesses being burned down by the left? Well, how about prosecuting anybody who does that? How about putting some military on the streets? How about sending out the National Guard? Law how about and order. Ta- yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, we we do we should never ever ever. It, it just it blows my mind that anybody would even consider that. Reward, reward Antifa, reward the anarchist, reward those who, who burned down businesses and took two by fours to beat business owners across the head. Ignore those. Who threw cement milkshakes at reporters in Berkeley and beyond? You're going to reward them by, by basically throwing this country and turning us into a banana republic? By the way, how stupid is that? Do you not realize that all you're going to end up doing is really creating more? Turn us into Venezuela? All you've done is usher in greater destruction, greater bloodshed, greater lives to be completely destroyed. It's asinine. It boggles the mind, and even worse, the boggles the mind is anybody that would defend it. And I know that we've got some conservatives, possibly on the Salem Media Network. Didn't you? Didn't you hear somebody earlier today? I don't know if we should. Uh, yeah, you know, and it's very disheartening. And I'm going to go back and listen to, to listen to the clip again before we name names. But if if I heard this correctly, uh, they basically said that you know there was bloodshed because of what happened with with George Floyd, and they thought that there would be greater bloodshed should they have actually. Heard the, the 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 case at the Supreme Court, and that's something that that shouldn't happen again. I'm going to verify this because I don't want to name names unless I have it, you know, concrete. But I heard that, and I did a second take, and I was like, "Excuse me, like that that's inexcusable. That line that line of thought it, it, it's not it's not cool." Well, what it does is it displays the fact that we become accustomed. We've the, this same mindset where we've got conservatives saying, look, just let us open up the restaurants as long as they follow the mask mandates and the six foot distancing. The very fact that those words have come out of your mouth means you've already capitulated to communism. You've already capitulated to government control. These are the same people that are OK, basically, with with the law. Not being followed. Throwing the con- you're you are not a constitutional conservative when you are okay with any of this happening when you can justify any of this going on in, in any way shape or form they are, they have one job and it's to uphold the U S Constitution and they refuse and, to do it and they refuse to do it and refusing to do it because of riots is no better than refusing to do it because you um don't want to be you know whatever your feeling is whatever your justification is. There's no excuse for it. That's the only reason why you got the robe. That's the only reason why you're being paid by the taxpayers. It's the only reason why you took taxpayer money and put us through the whole rigmarole of the nomination process. The only reason why you sat there, woman, and you had your kids behind you and went through all this and got all these pats on the back because you were going to stand up to these people in the nomination process. Then you get there and you do this. You know, I wish the conservative judges would have stood up and shouted back. Well, Well, yeah. Instead, we got, what, the Stepford wife, Amy Coney Barrett? You know, I mean, it's ridiculous, and it's so short-sighted. It makes me question the brain power of any of these. These supposed geniuses, have they ever read a history book? What do they think is going to happen? Anybody who thinks that this election being stolen like this, anybody who doesn't realize that ultimately what that means to this country, that we'll never have another fair election again, I heard numerous people today on on the radio, uh, not just the Salem Radio Network, talk about, don't worry, we'll get it right next time. Wake up. There will not be a next time. No, 
The next time is coming in January, uh, in, on January 5th in Georgia. What's happened? Oh, they're already touting that they've got 100 and, uh, 1.2 million absentee ballots coming in. Don't worry about it. It's all fine here. Here's your next time coming up. And, and, and has anything changed? No. Here's your next time coming up right here. And it's already the same fraud mechanisms are in place run by Republicans. In fact, I think uh, the Secretary of State said, oh, Trump just got outworked by Biden. No, he didn't get outworked by Biden. He got outworked by Republicans who implemented a system of fraud in cahoots with Democrats. He didn't get outworked. Trump destroyed him. He ushered in a red wave in this country. Somebody, some some analyst supposedly on MSNBC actually said something correct. He said that he said the Republican Party, they want another Trump, but they want another Trump in the in the that that is not rough around the edges and just doesn't talk like Trump. And that's not Trump. Well, Trump got elected because he's rough around the edges because they got tired of all these slick talking, you know, um, supposed eloquent speakers who promised the world and deliver Hoboken. No offense to Hoboken. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears. We're going to get into some some good news here. But I, I'm glad it happened, by the way, with SCOTUS, because they needed to be outed for the crap weasels that they sure, are. People need to be, see what's really going on. And, and what we need to do is then we need to get active. And we need to start doing uh, taking some lessons like Larry Clayman said. And we need, to start, we need to start pushing back and saying, you know what? You people work for us. I don't care that you're unelected and a dictator in a robe. We are going to push to hold you accountable in one way or another. Now you can cue the music. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears to San Diego because we've got good news coming out of a court here. But we're not exactly sure the extent of it. So uh, we're going to try to get Jim Desmond, San Diego County Supervisor Jim Desmond, who's been who's been a, a good advocate for businesses here in San Diego along the way to kind of explain really where we're at with this and where we're going to go with this ruling as it relates to restaurants and other businesses when we come back. So don't go away. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. At the open of the show, we were talking about the Supreme Court bombshell that was emerged today. Uh, do you guys think that uh, it was, if it's true, that John Roberts did the right thing for screaming and yelling and did a little workplace harassment to get the uh, other justices to not hear the case out of fear of riots? You think that was the right thing to do? If so, you know, I want to hear if, if you know, or whatever's on your mind, 888-344-1170. But we had good news coming out of a court here in San Diego yesterday. And I'm pleased to have San Diego County Supervisor Jim Desmond here with me tonight because I understand the judge clarified his ruling today, but it's still confusing to a lot of San Diegans. And so we're thankful to have him with us tonight and to explain to you all what's what's going down. Hi, Jim Desmond. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Andrea, thanks for having me again. Well, okay, Jim Desmond, you have been a hero of mine since you have been fighting for businesses to be able to be open all along the way. And so I'm just super excited to have you on tonight to share the good news with San Diegans. Oddly as it is, thanks to a lawsuit by some strip clubs, which my conservative peeps may not dig. But you know what? Good things come from the strangest places at times. So tell us what's going on, Jim Desmond. Well, you're right. It is a wacky world out there. And, and, uh, there was a temporary restraining order on a couple of, uh, uh for a couple of uh, strip clubs, uh, Cheetahs and Pacers, I think they were. And, uh, they got a restraining order against the state and the county from forcing them to close down until they could have a hearing. 
that hearing was yesterday, and that judge had ruled, as a superior court judge, that not only, you know, was there no evidence that linked uh, strip clubs to the spread of COVID, and these particular strip clubs actually serve food. And that restaurants did not sort, you know, showed no proof or no evidence of restaurants spreading the uh, virus. And therefore, he opened up and allowed uh, yesterday uh, the restaurants in San Diego County to be open and uh, for both indoor and outdoor dining. And then today, uh, the county council and state council joined um, the judge for clarification and just to say, hey, did that apply to all restaurants? And yes, it does. Um, the only drawback is the potential of well, the state has already filed an appeal mm. and they're going to ask for a stay, which means that we would, you know, not let the uh, um, restaurants open until there is a, uh, a, a court date for the appeal. Well, in the meantime, since the their appeal has not, I guess, been filed or, or been accepted uh, yet, restaurants can be open uh, in hopefully through the weekend at minimum, and if they the stay isn't granted, that means they can operate until the uh, the case is heard, and that might take months. Well, it's just I can't imagine being a, a restaurant owner. The injustice that's gone on, um, you know, initially it was supposed to be 14 days to flatten the curve. Now here we are nine months later, and you know it's been it's been one you know, shift of the goalpost from, you know, the amount of time it was supposed to be than it was, uh, you know, the regu- regulations have shifted from you can go back indoor, but only a certain percentage and you got to have the mask and six foot distancing. Then it was uh, complete shutdown again. And then it was you can reopen with outdoor dining. And then people spent a hundred grand to fix their outdoor dining to only have Gavin Newsom shut it down. I mean, it's like, so it's like, yeah, we've got good news. They can reopen, but we, we don't know, you know, for how long, how do they hire people? How do they manage inventory? Uh, the, you know, when Gavin Newsom came in with this three week shutdown, you know, people had to throw out, you know, food and, and, and stuff that they had bought. I mean, this is just I mean, why can they not just just continue to operate if we can go in, if I can go in and munch on food while I'm walking around a Walmart, Jim Desmond? Well, you're absolutely right. And, and what I, I went and visited some from some uh, restaurants that were defying actually the order last weekend. You know, there was several restaurants open in San Diego County, uh, and and I went and I talked to the owners, and and they really felt, you know, because they don't want to harm anybody. They don't want to spread the virus. They're willing to do all the right things. It just gives them the same chance and opportunity that you give other businesses. So technically, they're being discriminated against, Mm -hmm. and there's there's no real proof that they are the master spreader or they're, you know, that much worse than any other business that is allowed to uh, be open. So what the judge really ruled upon today was the fact that you can't discriminate businesses saying ones can be open on one set of rules and the other ones can only be open on another set of rules. No, you have to uniformly apply, you know, the, the, the precautions, the, the mass, the, the uh, you know, social distancing. All You have to universally apply that to all businesses. You can't only apply it to some and not to others. And that was really, you know, the, a common sense won over uh, in this in this ruling, and unfortunately, the state's going to try to appeal it. We still got the virus. We still have to fight it. We still have to abide by the protocols. But let the businesses who are willing to do that safely do it. Well, not only that, but I, I'm, I'm, it's so confusing too because we had another judge. We had some San Diego restaurants file a lawsuit, and they were shot down by the judge. So now we got this judge saying this, and so. Um, 
then we've got we've got another judge we've got another judge in LA who threw out the outdoor dining ban from Gavin Newsom but then then he's there was somehow some other legal maneuver that affected that outdoor dining thing um so I, I, I at the same time Gavin Newsom's own Gavin Newsom's restrictions on outdoor dining gave an exemption to the movie industry who set up shop for outdoor catering for people to eat outside across the street from a restaurant um, that's know, yeah. that's been challenged in court. So we've got a whole lot. I guess my point is we've still got a whole lot of court things happening. Meanwhile, Gavin Newsom's own head of the Department of Health, I think it was Gailey or Galley, said that they there yeah. was no science to back with their decision to shut down outdoor dining. It wasn't based on data. It was based on trying to scare people that maybe people would take it more seriously if they hear restaurants are shut down, and that way they can try to keep people at home more. So it's 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 even worse than discrimination, Jim Desmond. It's like we're going to target this one industry and put the, and, yeah. and with no regard for the destruction of lives here just to try to control the minds of citizens not on the basis of science and that cannot be constitutional no and and you know they all want to say but well we follow the science you got to follow the science you know and it's like okay show us the science that shows us the link between these businesses and how they are you know massively more contributing than some other business and 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 the judge's ruling i i read uh read most of it today he said the state and the county basically san Diego county provided no evidence that provided any link to those uh to those businesses and so it's it's just kind of unfortunate you know that it actually had to come to this because we still got to deal with the virus but we can't we can't take away people's livelihoods you know if you take away the basics you know a paycheck a house, you know, a house and food on the table. You take that away from people; they're not going to follow your orders. They're not going to do anything if you're if that's if you're going to take away the basics. So you have to provide people with the basics. You have to allow them to earn a livelihood, pay their bills, and follow the the health guidelines so we can beat the virus. As for the county supervisors, do you guys have a vote tomorrow on whether or not the county's going we, to appeal? We have a closed session uh, tomorrow, yes, and it's primarily about, and one of our other supervisors already kind of let the cat out of the bag with what's going on, is we voted about a week and a half ago at our last board meeting to um, uh, to appeal this case if it comes forward. It was a three-to-two vote. I was I voted, I was in the two, we voted no, we should not be appealing this case if it, if it, it turns out the way it did, and, and so... Uh, one of our supervisors uh, put out that had she understood that restaurants were going to be included in this strip club case, that she would have voted differently. Mm. So um, it so that is you know primarily what we're going to be voting on. Uh, and, and primarily what it looks like, just from hearing what the county has put out, it looks like the state is the one that's going to be doing the appeal. The county is not going to be joining in on that appeal. But that's yet to be determined. But the state, for I, that was our, I've been told the state has already filed their appeal. Oh, and uh, they're they're going to be asking for an immediate stay, which allows the you know which doesn't allow the restaurants to open. But I'm hoping that you know whoever grants the uh, you know in the appeal says no, these these you know, entities can be open. And and so it's it's uh, I think the frustration level out there has has reached a peak to, to where people are just saying forget it. You know you're changing the rules, you change it all the time. You don't follow them yourself, Governor. Right. And and you expect the rest of us to do it. The, the frustration level, they've lost the trust of the people. 
in well, California. Oh, absolutely, I mean, absolutely. It, now, yeah. um, I've had Kevin Kiley on my show. I don't know if you know who he is, Republican state oh, legislator. Yeah, yeah sure. yes, he, he's been on my show a sure. few times. And a couple questions. First of all, he filed a, a, a lawsuit against Gavin Newsom that included a couple, he's done a few, one of which had to do with yeah. the mail-in ballots, and the judge came back and said that he did the Gavin Newsom. There was a limit on his ability to use executive orders, 58, he's done 58, and the judge ruled them unconstitutional, but there's a question at this point that's left it, it, at play about whether or not um, some of those were done under the emergency orders, whether or not some of those are going to be able to stand as it affects the coronavirus. So I'm hoping, I don't know how this appeal is going to going to be affected by that or that's going to be affected by this. And that's why it's, gotcha. it can be so confusing because hopefully that same judge or that same court who said that these are these 58 executive orders are unconstitutional blanket and everybody can get back to business and then the restaurants here don't have to worry about this stay, uh, you know, potential stay from this case. I, I would hope so. I'm not an attorney, and I've even talked to attorneys who say they don't understand this whole thing, you know, the, you know how, how this is all being unfolded and played out. But, um, you know, it was a good ruling today. We're happy for it. We're hoping these businesses can get some of their employees back. I mean, they're yes. eight days to Christmas. So yes. hopefully they can get get some employees back, get make some money so they can pay their, their rent for December, and, and uh, we, we get back to some sort of an assemblage. We're all in the same boat rowing together mm-hmm. instead of instead of fighting each other and saying, well, you, you're, you're essential and you're not essential. Well, okay, I yes, know. We're all essential. Well, I thought I read a report that you, some people were not happy that you dared to go visit some restaurants that had, were, were, you know, yeah. civil, you know, doing acts of civil disobedience. And so hat tip to you for caring about these businesses, pointing out that it's Christmas time. And these people want to be able to buy gifts for their family. They want to be able to... F- feed their family a nice Christmas dinner. They want to be able to keep their businesses open. How many of them yeah, have have taken out loans and second mortgages against their homes and are, are just barely keeping things afloat? And you care about these businesses, and you've shown that. And, I, and I'm grateful yeah. for you, and thank you for being here tonight. And hopefully you'll come back when, uh, again when we're, there's updates to this. And God bless you, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Andrea. Thank you so much. I always enjoy it. Let me let me know when you when you want me again. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Take good care. Bye bye. Oh yeah, and oh by the way, thank you, DJ uh, Potato Skins, for letting everybody know. In case you were worried, Plump Jack, which is Gavin Newsom's businesses, they're all open. They're they're doing good. By the way, they got three point three million dollars, like four hundred thousand per employee. Three sixty five, baby, never closed. Uh, yeah. All right. Stay tuned. We come back. We got more to talk about. Um, we've got uh, breaking news that's been revealed today about uh, the FISA courts and the uh, remember that whole that whole thing that little coup attempt. We got updates on that and more. Don't go away. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K spelled K A Y E. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Wait, you got, I, I flicked on Twitter, and I see Dr. Gottlieb. You know, he's part of, he's part of the Fauci crew and the Burks crew. Here's what he's tweeting out today. This is this. I want you guys to, to be really uh, thankful for this. That this is this is what our government is working on today with the with the crack team, uh, Fauci and Burks and our FDA and our Department in, National Institute of uh, Institutes of Health. He says breaking new proposed rule 
thanks to the hard work of my FDA team in, in 2018, the federal government will no longer be regulating the contents of frozen cherry pie. The American people are free to add extra fruit, sugar, and make the crust especially thick. <laughs> These are the people that work, they're telling you to take this vaccine. These are the people that told you initially you didn't need a mask. And we're taking advice from yeah, these people? Yeah, we're taking advice from these people. This is, this is how they spend their days d- debating on whether or not what, regulating frozen cherry pies. Should I, I retweet that, Andrea? Uh, you know, uh, if you can make sense of it, because I can't understand for the life of me that this is where attack. This is You're starving and can't feed your kids in San Diego County and desperate to keep your restaurant open. And this is the kind of crap that our federal government's involved in. This is what they're doing to try to control our lives. This is absolute insanity. Um, I know that many of you who listen, um, you know, we just had a San Diego story. And I know many of you, you know, are really um, tune in or not from San Diego. And you're, you're about the national scene and national news. And I get it. But I got to share a story that, that broke this week in San Diego because so goes California. So goes the rest of the country. And you and what's disturbing about this story is, and you can expect this to happen in the rest of the country, because everything that's going on here in California and all the different ways in which Marxism and, and communism is taking root is planned to be to be executed or throughout the rest of the country. Especially under Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, in San Diego, oh, at the beginning of the summer, uh, in California, across the California, uh, one of the things that they did was um, it, 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 and they used coronavirus to not just shut down restaurants and, and businesses, but they attacked the hospitality industry. And Gavin Newsom said, we now have an opportunity to implement programs we ha- we've been wanting for years and we couldn't do it before. And they intentionally shut down the convention center, which, which cost us so much from Comic-Con and beyond, did a huge destruction of our um, economy here they seized hotels and restaurants to do what to come up to implement their marxist income redistribution schemes and one of the things was for their food programs for their homeless programs and they shut down the convention center on no basis whatsoever tanking our economy and then they decided with gavin newsom and uh, uh and mayors and all across the state decided to seize hotels to house homeless people in San Diego. They took over our convention center and it was a Republican on his way out. Republican mayor, Kevin Faulkner cooked up this scheme. And now we know what it cost San Diego, not just, not just what's called opportunity in business. We, we call a soft cost opportunity cost. We've got two costs to share with you guys tonight. One is the hard cost, the money from taxpayers in federal taxpayers dollars, by the way, so this affects you around the country, but also soft costs, the opportunity cost of the revenue that we lost in San Diego from hotels being seized and paid for. And you know, but the th- sad thing is, Andrea, soft or hard, the number that, that's, that's right there, $40 million, that, that it's unbelievable. Yeah. So here it, here's the details. It, it, the, um, for when the San Diego mayor decided to seize the convention center to house the homeless population, there had been no record of any coronavirus in the homeless population. So it was a ruse. So they shut down the convention center, cost us millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars of revenue and jobs in San Diego County to host the house, the homeless. Right now we have 900, about 900 housed in the convention center. We have recently had a what? A coronavirus outbreak because of course what, what happens? 
What are they doing? What? How are they feeding the coronavirus outbreaks by keeping people shut in? They have spent forty million dollars to house approximately a thousand people in the convention center. It is costing in November alone. They spent almost six million dollars. That is hundred and ninety thousand dollars a day, and it is over six thousand dollars per person. And by the way, they're eating their meals inside the convention center, so they don't have to go outside to eat. A million six of it has gone to rent. $10 million, by the way, has gone to pay the convention center that came from $10 million in state and federal COVID relief went to pay the convention center to stay closed. To be used for, for to, so that they could, um, they, so they went to the convention center and said, hey, we'll get you $10 million. We'll keep you afloat so you can keep everybody, keep all your employees paid. And then we can, and then we can stick the homeless in there. As a business owner or as somebody that might be out of work because of the coronavirus, how does that make you feel? Exactly. So then they so um, then they paid a million and a half to service provider operations to charity organizations, um, which is is an extraordinarily high uh, number nine hundred and fifteen thousand dollars for individually packaged meals for a thousand people. What are, do do the math on that? Get your calculator out. What are they being fed? Lobster and filet mignon. Supplemental security costs three hundred forty-three thousand. Sanitary facilities three hundred twenty-eight thousand. Cleaning supplies two hundred six thousand. Laundry facilities seventy-five grand. And get this: now that uh, now that we got a new mayor coming in, they did a they did a little party, toasted champagne, and said, "See, this is a model. This uh, this is the model uh, for going uh, forward." This is the new model, Kevin Faulkner said, and this pandemic has brought our region together like never before. So this is the new model for homelessness. Now, what's going to happen going forward? Well, um, 400 people living at the convention center will be moving into two motels purchased by the city under a housing commission program paid for by you. The other 500 or so might return to um, so-called bridge shelters or to Golden Hall, which is another city-owned venue that was transformed into temporary housing. How many of you out there, restaurant owners, are looking at eviction out onto the streets, looking at can't make your mortgage payments, and we put out this kind of money? Even if you think that it makes sense to take the homeless off the street, $40 million for 1,000 people? In nine months, where could they be living? You could have given them living a large, you, Andrea. Living you large. You could have given each one of them a house in Claremont. You could have given each one of them a, a, a one bedroom condo in CNT for less money. This is communism. This is what you get when you have when you have income redistribution done by people spending other people's money, and they're doing this at a time in which they're destroying the lives of Americans. They seizing, know they are, and they know they are, and they don't care. They're all getting paid. And let me tell you, this is also being funded. This is not just a San Diego problem. You're paying for this in Oklahoma. If you're listening to me in Texas, if you're listening to me in Georgia, you're paying for this. And this, and he's right. This is the model for the future in which we're all going to be under some government-run program, being spoon-fed, packaged meals, crammed together somewhere. While they live large. Let me just tell you, Californians, real quick before we have to break, Andrea, this new model that Kevin Faulkner has put out there, 
this recall goes through with Gavin Newsom. You watch who's running, and if Kevin Faulkner's running, that's what you're going to put the, at the at the top of California. Better look for another Republican. Oh, I'm glad you pointed that out. I'm glad you pointed that out because there's no one of the things that's very clear is that there's very little daylight right now between the Republican. There, in fact, there isn't. This is this just shows you that the extent of the one party rule and shame on any Republican, including friends of mine that were that uh, that supported this. We have a real problem in the. I've got some great conservative friends of mine that are a part of the Republican Party in San Diego. But the old hat establishment turned this city from a large the county from a largely Republican bastion into what we have right now, where we have businesses being destroyed, businesses being seized, and your taxpayer money. The same taxpayers that are being you had to pay your you started to pay your property taxes right, even though your business was shut down. You still have to pay your state and local taxes. You're still paying, what, $5 a gallon gas, $4 a gallon gas. You're helping to fund this. Better look is, is this, on that ticket. Better yeah. push somebody else if you know anybody. Exactly. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to take it back to the national scene, get into a little election updates. There's breaking news out of Georgia, breaking news out of um, updates, I guess you will, on the coup attempt. We're just now coming to light. Trump is supposedly being advised by the White House counsel not to fire Christopher Ray. I think that's a mistake. I think Trump needs to stop taking advice He's from fired. anybody. Yeah, he needs to be fired. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Everybody's congratulating this guy, uh, Senator-elect Tuberville, um, for, I think they interpreted, I, I see it a little bit differently. Even our buddy, uh, Brother Ed Martin here, uh, congratulated him today. Everybody's interpreting some comments that he made as though he was definitely going to contest the electoral votes on January 6th. I didn't read his comments that way. So I'm not sure what I'm missing How did you here. read them? I'm curious because the, 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 I did hear Ed, as you know, I produce for Ed as well. Yeah. And uh, it, it seems on the surface from what I'm finding out that it, you know, there should be a congratulations, but I'm looking forward to your opinion. Um, you know, I, there's an article that was tweeted out that says he's going to do his due diligence before making a decision on on a congressional challenge. Uh, that to me means that to, I would congratulate him if he had said, "Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to do a congressional challenge." Uh, doing due diligence tells me that he's somebody kind of like Devin Nunes. I heard Nunes today on Newsmax earlier um, before I came in. I'm going to be on Newsmax Christmas morning, by the way, next week. So y'all tune in. Merry, wish me Merry Christmas. Um, and Devin Nunes said, well, I, I, before I make my decision, you know, I want to see what, the, what evidence are in the courts. Did you not listen to Rand Paul when he correctly pointed out that the courts have all hidden behind technicalities to avoid actually hearing anything on the merits, that there has not been any evidence presented to the courts because they're refusing to hear the, hear the cases, they're refusing to hear the merits? This is weasel speak to me. This is, I don't, I, this is, you know, a, a little pretense. This is riding a fence post. Well, pretending that you're you're got the president's back. I want full throated. I am going to contest these electoral votes. Guess what else? Greg Kelly showed on Newsmax tonight. He showed a clip of two in 2005, a congresswoman from Ohio on the day the electoral votes were presented. She contested the electoral votes and Senator Barbara Boxer from California joined her because you got to have one House of one uh, congressional rep from the House of Representatives and one from from the Senate. And she contested it. 
a Democrat did because she said there were there were allegations in 2004 uh, for George W. Bush's reelection that uh, there were long lines. There was allegations that in Ohio they were suppressing the votes by not having it. And I remember it because I have family work in the polls in Ohio that year. And so she contested the electoral votes going uh, for George W. Bush in Ohio. And Barbara Boxer joined her and they debated it for a couple hours and then they ended up going with the electors. And you know what? Nobody had a hissy fit. Nobody accused the Democrat Party of trying to destroy democracy. She was allowed to make her case on the floor without anybody getting hysterical. And, you know, so, you know, there's there's absolutely no reason for this kind of of equivocation. You know, I agree with you then, because the, the, the people that did give him the congratulations they actually didn't spin it that way. So with what you just said, I would say, you know what, you should have just said you're, you're, you're going to support this. What he said was um, he's the best president of my lifetime. The more I, we want to make sure we do the right thing. Um, you know, I, I'm not hearing full throated. I'm sorry. I feel like at this point, how could you not with every piece of evidence? In fact, Peter Navarro, I don't even have time to get through it. Peter Navarro did a 35 page. Peter Navarro, uh, President Trump's Treasury Sec, did a 35 page review of all the hardcore evidence that is out there. The evidence has been presented. It was presented with witnesses, with hundreds and hundreds of witnesses with signed affidavits from postal workers. We know from statisticians. We know um, in the case of Nevada, uh, upwards of 10,000 dead people voted, 14,000 people voted when they didn't live in the state anymore. We know that there were signature matches at the Department of Homeland Security hearing, the Trump attorney talked about all the uh, the thousands and thousands of people where they matched the voter name against the rolls and they were dead people. We already, Peter Navarro did a chart showing the proven votes that were illegal against the margin and in all the contested states. We have the proof. There's no excuse for why we do not have en masse Republicans in the House of Representatives and in the Senate contesting full-throated right now saying, yes, we're going to contest. I think right now, especially when you're in the political game, you lean one way or you lean the other. There is no neutral at this point. Well, there's no value. That, you're, you're not even running for re-election, Devin Nunes. It's bad enough for Kelly, for Leffler and Purdue to be down there saying, well, we're not sure if we're going to contest on January 6th. You're not even running for re-election. What are you, what are you afraid of, man? It's like Supreme Court. You got one job. Do the uphold the Constitution. There's no excuses for this anymore. Finally, three weeks later, the Secretary of State in Georgia said, okay, we're going to audit all the signatures for the absentee ballots now. Yeah, knowing that it's not going to possibly be done in time by January 5th. This is crap that this is being done by the Republican Party. It would be one thing. We would expect it to be Democrats, but it's it's absolutely outrageous that it's happening from Republicans. And I don't want to hear we got this um, Republican, former head of the Republican Party in New Hampshire saying, this just isn't my Republican Party. I got to leave. Girl, girl, bye. Anyway, I failed to point out, I meant to tell you guys when we were talking about the cherry pie, to remind you to go to Balance of Nature, use discount code HEALTH, get free shipping right now, 35% off. I realized this morning... That in addition to no infections, I sleep better than I ever have before. You guys do something for yourself. Boost your immune system. Feel better. Go to balancingnature.com. Love you guys. Come back tomorrow night. Friday fun day.